Welcome back to the podcast. We are continuing in a nine-part series in which some of the Veritas pastors and elders share some highlights from this week's Bible reading plan during the season of Lent. In today's episode, Jake Each, the lead pastor and an elder of Veritas Church, shares some highlights from week three of our nine-week Bible reading plan. This week, we explore some of the covenants in the Old Testament that Jesus fulfilled and how this can be an encouragement for us as we live in light of the gospel today. You can engage with God's Word alongside our church family through our Bible reading plan found on our app or by picking a bookmark at the Resource Center. All right, welcome to week three of our Bible reading plan during this Lenten season. Uh, Lent is a 40-day period of time from Ash Wednesday to Holy Saturday leading up to Easter. It's kind of calls back to Jesus' 40 days of fasting in the wilderness, and it's a time of sacrifice. It's a time of focused devotion. Um, oftentimes you'll hear people talk about giving something up for Lent. Um, it's really calling us to be serious in our devotion to God, um, but it's, it shouldn't just be for 40 days. It's how we should live. It's just kind of a time to celebrate, or not celebrate, but reflect uh, on the call of the Christian life in this angst now until Christ returns. And um, uh, if you're following along in the Bible reading plan, which I'm guessing you are is why you're tuning in here, I got week three. Uh, and week three is more of the weird week. I got Ezekiel 33 through 39, uh, and then Daniel 6 and 7. And you might have uh, be a little confused in this reading. It's not quite as straightforward as maybe some of the other readings, especially in the Gospels or the Epistles. But um, you get some imagery, uh, visions happening. There's judgment uh, coming that's real. But also in that, you get some amazing promises that God is going to protect his people and restore his people. Like even in Daniel 6, you get the lion's den, like Daniel's in with the lions, but yet God can still protect him. Uh, And then you get this vision in chapter 7 of throughout human history, there's going to be all kinds of empires that are evil, but ultimately God's kingdom is going to replace them all. So, So there's a period of like hard living but yet God is faithful, and he knows how to protect his people. The memory verse for this week is Ezekiel 36, 26. It's that amazing promise of that I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change your heart. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a heart of flesh, and I'm going to take out the heart of stone, and I'm going to put in a heart of flesh in you. Like God's going to do something in us and transform us from the inside out. So, so maybe some confusing passages or some weird ones, but tremendous promises that judgment is real, but God is faithful to protect and restore his people, and we can count on his promises. Even if it feels like you're living in a lion's den, he's able to protect you. But there's a section in the reading that's more early on that I want to point us to, and that's in Ezekiel 33. What's going on in Ezekiel 33 is that Ezekiel is called the watchman. He's the one that's supposed to watch out for the sake of the others, for the sake of the city. He's the one who's supposed to sound the alarm when when the city's being invaded. Like, that's the image of his job. But he was a prophet, and what God is saying is, it's your job to tell the people what I tell you to tell them. Whether that message is popular or not, you need to be a faithful watchman. You need to preach my message to my people. And there's a message that they didn't really want to hear, and judgment is coming, yet they still would call themselves 
God's people. It's how they behaved that I want to point out. This is the end of Ezekiel 33. He says this, As for you, son of man, your people who talk together about you by the walls and by the doors of the houses say to one another, each to his brother, come and hear what the word is that comes from the Lord. And they come to you as people come and they sit before you as my people and they hear what you say, but they will not do it. For with lustful talk in their mouths, they act. Their hearts are set on their gain. And behold, you are to them like one who sings lustful songs with a beautiful voice and plays well on an instrument. For they hear what you say, but they will not do it. When this comes, and it will come, then they will know that the prophet has been among them. So what he's saying is they still come, they talk about you. They still come to hear what you have to say, but they don't do it. You're just like a rock star, though. Like they love to hear you speak these words. And it's like coming to a concert and they take it in, but they don't do it. And I want this to be a warning to us as a church. Like, is that how you come to church? Well, I love coming to Veritas, and the music is great, and sometimes the preaching is engaging, and, and they make me laugh, and we have a good time, but you leave and you don't do it. You're not devoted to be obedient to God's Word. Church is just a social outing. It's just entertainment, but it's not changing your life. And this Lenten season, we need to understand that there may be all kinds of evils in this world. You may find yourself in a lion's den, but God wins in the end. And we need to heed his warnings. And we need to be super passionately devoted to him, not for 40 days leading up to Easter, but all of life is all for Jesus. I hope that's true for us, church. Love you.